Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Just One Thing. I'm your host, Kat Bodden. And today, my guest is Ramey Taylor. Ramey is a health coach, a primal health coach, actually. And Ramey, hi. Tell us about your practice. Thanks for Hi, coming. Dr. Kat. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to join you today. Um, so my practice is Saber Root Wellness, and I studied at the Primal Health Coach Institute, studied primal uh, health coaching. Um, essentially, I work with folks who are trying to make a change in their lives. Maybe they've noticed a little bit of a lack of energy. Maybe they're in a transition, um, health transition where they're not sure how to help themselves and how to move forward with finding a more um, easeful life. Maybe they're um, finding difficulty in movement. Uh, and so we basically work with clients working with mind and body and nutrition to optimize their transitions into better health. Wonderful. Okay. So for all of these people who are wanting to optimize their transitions, if you could inspire them to do just one thing every day. What would your one thing be? <laughs> yeah, I think this is such a brilliant question, Dr. Kat. And it, it was so difficult to come up with just one thing, because as we know, there are several just one things, depending on what an individual needs and what our unique challenges are. Um, so as I was thinking about that, I was thinking about what makes um, a successful kind of um, achievement, like how do we even achieve the just one thing that we identify as important to us. Um, so one of the ways that I found, is, one of the tools that are really helpful for my clients is coming up with SMART goals. And so SMART is an acronym for goals that are specific and they are measurable, they are achievable, and they're relevant, and finally they're time-based. Uh, and so I find this important because um, oftentimes we have overarching goals. We can see what we want to be. We can see sort of where we want, what we want to look like or how, what energy levels we want to have. But the steps to get there are not visible. We can't necessarily see them. So developing and collaborating with a client to develop a SMART goal brings that, that overarching kind of goal over the rainbow goal to more actionable kind of small marginal gain steps. It makes it achievable. Um, so I can give you an example. So an example would be um, if we were to, I was working with a client and we've determined that we wanted to um, increase vegetable intake or you know, increase, increase plant intake in their diet. Uh, rather than saying, okay, let's, in, let's, let's have you eat more vegetables this week and then let me know how that goes and how does that feel? Um, that person may or may not have access to vegetables in their everyday kind of, you know, meal planning. They may be eating out, for example. Um, they may not have control over what vegetables are served in their meals. They may they may be eating a microwavable food that's got preset sort of, you know, a dietary um, uh, structure that they can't they don't they can't do anything about that. That's just what they're how they're eating. Um, and so we may we may kind of get granular with that goal of eating more vegetables or plants. And we may say, let's, what's, what's obstructing you from eating those plants? So maybe that would be, I eat out all the time. So let's try to see if we can bring in um, creating your own meals at home, maybe two or three times a week. So we can look at that. We can then get more granular. Um, what days of the week are you most likely to be able to cook for yourself? More granular what meals would be easiest. So maybe you don't, you don't have time to cook breakfast, 
but you have time to cook dinner. So maybe we'll put a smart goal together that says specifically, um, you know, I will make my own meals on Monday and Wednesday for the next four weeks. Um, and that's my smart goal. So you've got your specific action, which is making your own meals. It's measurable because you're saying, I'm going to do it twice a week for four weeks. It has time-based uh, element because it's four weeks long. It's relevant because it's something that is important to you. You want to increase your vegetable intake. And so it's not a, a goal that has nothing to do with your overarching health goal. So that's an example of smart goals. I yeah, I love that. And I, I really like how in the beginning you touched on how this, this just one thing can actually be applicable to any just one thing. And another thing that's cool about it too, is by making these little micro goals, you know, something I, I tell my clients a lot is, you know, don't wait until you reach like your final goal to be proud of yourself, be proud of yourself and like celebrate every step you take in that direction. And so by having these tiny, like bite-sized goals, you know, we can achieve them and then we can feel, feel great about ourselves and be proud. And that kind of positive energy, I think gives us a little bit more space to create more positive change in our life too, rather than like, oh, my it. ultimate goal is to eat vegetables at every meal, but I'm not doing that yet. So I, I don't have anything to celebrate yet. Exactly. Because yeah, that daunt of trying to achieve this goal that you've never done before. How would you know? I mean, it's like the pressure that we put on ourselves and that clients put on themselves to achieve these goals is really, it can be overwhelming. So having these small little marginal gains, small, smart goals, really, it really does. It helps people feel like they're accomplishing because they are accomplishing one step at a time, you know? And I always say like the smart goal, like sometimes clients say, where do you start? How do I decide? What, how do I know, you know, what's the first kind of small goal to or step to take toward the big goal? Um, and it really does take uh, some reflection on looking at one's lifestyle and looking at where, what are the challenges that I face and how can I create sort of an optimal environment and lifestyle for myself to achieve this small goal? I mean, and, and so looking at in a micro, kind of a microcosm and a small kind of um, small footprint of what your life looks like now and how you can bring in positive change is a huge, huge step towards um, toward health and well-being. Yeah. Yeah. And I think oftentimes like a great first goal is one that you can definitely achieve. Like let's start mm -hmm. slow. So we, so you can build that momentum rather than being like, okay, I'm going to switch. And I'm going to start, you know, making dinner for myself every single night for the next six months. Like, exactly. You know. Yeah. I have a great little story. I had, I was working with a client and, um, you know, she doesn't cook. She doesn't like to cook. She doesn't want to. And, um, it's totally fine. And I, I said, well, you know, if we're going to get vegetables in, let's take a look at what, where you're eating and what you're eating. And so she took pictures of her menus and she sent them to me. And we literally went through the different sort of food items and how she could combine from this meg from the different um, restaurants that she loved to go to, looking at the menus, combine her own custom meals at these places that she loved to introduce vegetables in. And it was just a simple goal. Next time I go to this restaurant that I love, I'm going to ask for broccoli and cauliflower because I know I can get it here. And that's going to be me bringing vegetables into my next meal. So it can be as small as that. Um, it's a huge, it's a huge empowerment to be able to go to a restaurant and ask for what you need and get and get it. I mean, so I love that she was able to kind of customize that for herself and make a little smart vote for herself.
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a wonderful. Yeah. And I know, especially being here in the Portland area, you know, most restaurants are pretty savvy to people having dietary preferences. Mm -hmm. Um, What I also tell people, especially if they're outside of Portland is you can always blame me. Like if people are uncomfortable, like, oh, I don't want to like inconvenience anyone, or I don't want to eat these things at the party, but I feel weird. I take so much blame from people I've never met before. Just saying like, just say, oh, I'm working with this naturopath and she wants me to do this. And that kind of sometimes can feel people can feel a little bit more empowered to, to ask for what they really want. I love that. Yeah. That's a great idea. Awesome. Okay. Well, if people would like to get in touch with you, Remy, where's a great place for them to find you? Yeah, they can come to my website. So it's um, saberrootwellness.com. And there's also a Facebook community, which is um, uh, Saberroot Wellness on Facebook. And we just uh, get together and chat about some of the challenges we're having. We um, just support one another. So you're welcome to find me there and join. Wonderful. We'll be sure to link it. Thanks so much. Thank you. It was great to see you, Dr. Kat.